Hello, welcome to Discovering Jazz. My name's Larry Sademan here in Victoria, BC. In this program, we all discover jazz old and new together. We'll listen to a wide variety of jazz styles and I'll present different topics, giving ideas as to what we can listen for to enhance our experience. Thanks to Peterborough Independent Podcasters for hosting this podcast. For the next 60 minutes, discovering jazz. Today is sort of a follow-up from my 100th episode, maybe in celebration of my recent birthday. This week's Discovering Jazz podcast will be a further exploration of my jazz roots, old roots, and even some more recent roots. I remember hearing this first tune played on CKUA radio in Edmonton. I don't know if it was Bill Cool's jazz show or the eclectic morning show that they used to have. I suspect that it was in the mid-1960s. It's from a 1958 album, and it was inspired by classical compositions by Chopin, Debussy, and Satie, as well as Leonard Bernstein's tunes Some Other Time. It's the piano of Bill Evans. The tune is called Peace, Peace, spelled P-E-A-C-E-P-I-E-C-E. And it's a jazz piece about peace. Bill Evans.
so pretty. And the whole piece is an improvisation on only two chords, Bill Evans. Now for one from when I was 12 years old. It was a huge hit for singer-pianist Buddy Greco. I don't know if I really understood the meaning of the song at the time, but every time I hear any jazz group player sing it, my mind always goes back to that Buddy Greco version from 1960, written by Rogers and Hart from Babes in Arms of 1937. As you listen to it, you realize that this is uh, kind of a mild protest song about class and class differences. Buddy Greco, the lady is a tramp. That's why, that's why the lady. That's why, that's why the lady. That's why, that's why the lady is a tramp. Tramp. Hmm. Ooh. She gets too hungry for a dinner at eight now. Hates the theater, but it never comes late. Shh. She never bothers with the people she hates. That's why, that's why the lady is a tramp. Don't go to crap games with the barons and earls. Won't go to Harlem and Hermes and Pearls. She won't dish the dirt with the rest of the girls. That's why, that's why the lady is a tramp. She loves the free, fresh wind in her hair. A life without care. She's broke, and that's so. Hates California, it's so smarty and damp. That's why the lady is a tramp now. She gets massages, she cries and she moans. Tell Slenderella just to leave her alone. She's not so hot, but her shape is her own. That's why, that's why the lady is a tramp. The food at Sardi's is great, no doubt. But she doesn't know what mold tells her about. She puts in a dime and some ice comes out. That's why the lady is a tramp. She loves the free, a fresh wind and a face. Diamonds and lace, no gut, so what? For Rod Steiger, she whistles and stamps. That's why the lady is a tramp now. She for cocktails at five She don't like flying But I'm glad I'm alive I crave affection, baby But not when I drive That's why the lady is a tramp now She flew down to London And left me behind I missed the crowning But I didn't mind She won't play Scarlet And gone with the wine It's got a rhyme That's why the lady is a tramp now I'd like to hang her hat Wherever I please And fly with a breeze I know Doa, hi-ho She thinks that Marciano Is still a great big champ That's why the lady is a tramp now She goes down to Coney And she thinks the beach is divine She goes to the ball games And thinks the Yankees are fine Why she reads Walter Winchell And understands every line That's why the lady is a tramp now She likes to go rowing down Essential Park Lane She digs a prize fight That isn't a fake Why she even goes to the opera And stays wide awake That's why the lady is a tramp now I like the green grass under my shoes Now what can I lose? She's flat 
And that's that She's all alone when I lower my lamp That's why the lady That's why the lady That's why the lady Is a tramp Wow, I loved it in 1960 And I still love it Buddy Greco Let's stay in the dawn of the 60s for a while. I think that for most of us, the ages of 12 and 13, when we are just transitioning from childhood to adolescence, end up being our most formative years. Think about it. The year when you were that age, what were some of the songs that you most remembered? And how do you think those songs shaped your musical tastes? And Ray Charles had three tunes on it on a hit parade during the month of December 1961. They were... George on my mind, come rain or come shine, and Ruby, all of which are now jazz standards. Just like my description of first hearing Nina Simone singing I Love You Porgy, it opened me up to musical possibilities I had never even imagined at the time. Well, hearing Ray Charles singing George on my mind did that a couple years later. I know it gets played often on oldie stations, but it's worth hearing again. Hoagie Carmichael's tribute to the state of Georgia. Ray Charles. Georgia, Georgia, the whole day through, just an old sweet song keeps Georgia on my mind. Georgia, I said, Georgia. Georgia, a song of you comes as sweet and clear as moonlight through the pines. Other arms reach out to me Other eyes smile tenderly Still in the peaceful dreams I see The road leads back to you I said Georgia No peace I find Just an old sweet song Keeps Georgia on my mind Georgia on my mind Her arms out to me Other eyes smile tenderly Still in peaceful dreams I see the 
Charles, in the late 1950s and early 60s, it wasn't uncommon for an instrumental to become a hit, unlike today. Tunes like Last Night by the Marquis, Cast Your Fate to the Wind by Vince Guaraldi, as well as the Sounds Orchestral, both of which I featured in episode 100, Stranger on the Shore by Ackerbilk, for Percy Faith's theme from A Summer Place, Joe Harnell's Bossa Nova version of Fly Me to the Moon, they were all pretty successful hits with no words and no singer. One of the first that I remember was a minor hit in 1960. It was called Night Train. I can't remember if I particularly liked it, but I certainly remember it. It had a few later incarnations by James Brown and Bill Doggett, but what I didn't know is that it was originally a jazz tune written by Jimmy Forrest, a saxophonist with the Duke Ellington Orchestra, and he had a huge rhythm and blues hit with it in 1952. I'm going to play you first the version of Night Train that I heard in 1960 by the Viscounts, then follow it with the original Jimmy Forrest version from 1952. Quite the difference between the two. Which one do you like better?
not much of a competition, is it? The Jimmy Forrest version, that last one you just heard, is so much more interesting and as slow as it is, certainly has a lot more soul, more so than the first one by the Viscounts. Do you agree? Moving on. I guess if I had to pick two singers who had the most influence on me in terms of interesting me in jazz, I'd have to pick Tony Bennett and Gene McDaniels. I've been listening to Tony Bennett since I was five and heard Because of You and My Mother's Hi-Fi. And more recently, he can still give the shivers, such as in the duet he did with Amy Winehouse of Body and Soul in 2011, partly because it was Amy Winehouse's last recording and she conjured up the ghost of Billie Holiday without trying to sound like her. But Tony Bennett is so on even if he doesn't have the voice he used to have. I'll play this for you now. My heart is sad and lonely For you I sigh For you dear only Why haven't you seen it? I'm all for you, body and soul. I spent my days in a hunger and wondering why. I can't believe it It's hard to conceive it That you turn away romance Are you pretending It looks like the ending Unless I could have one more my life a wreck you're making You know I'm yours But just a ticket I got me
Spectacular. Tony Bennett with Amy Winehouse. There were so many records that Tony Bennett made in the early 60s that I absolutely loved that to decide which one to play on this program proved really difficult. I mean, there was the classic, I Left My Heart in San Francisco. But even better from my perspective was The Good Life. This is all I ask. I want to be around. Who can I turn to? And don't wait too long. All of them charted on the hit parade. I decided to choose a B-side, as I always like to explore the B-side of the hit and often liked it better than hit side. One of my all-time favorite records of his was This Is All I Ask, and I still love it. The B-side also got played a bit on the radio and did make it all the way up to 99 on the Billboard Top 100. True Blue Lou, it's a really old song, recorded first in 1929 by Annette Hanshaw, as well as by Ethel Waters. Here's the Tony Bennett version of it, using that slow swing that he so mastered as a singer. Down in the pool room, some of the gang were talking of gals they knew. Women are all the same, said Joe. Then one dizzy bird said, pal, ain't you heard the story of true blue loo? Listen and get an earful, Joe. While I remind you, she was a dame in love with a guy. She stuck to him, but didn't know why. Everyone blamed her, still they all named her true. He gave her nothing, she gave him all. When he had his back to the wall Who fought to save him Smiled and forgave him True Blue He got a break And went away To get a new start but poor kid She never got a break Except the one way down in her heart Maybe somewhere in heaven up above There's a reward for that kind of love Two. 
a great interpretation of True Blue Lou from the year 1963 by Tony Bennett, definitely an important part of my personal jazz roots. In the early 1970s, I discovered Western Swing, thanks to the first two albums by Asleep at the Wheel. That led me to listening to the King of Western Swing, Bob Wills and his Texas Playboys. Now, I had heard of them before, but thought of Bob Wills as country and western. Well, give a listen to this recording and tell me if this sounds like country and western. From 1940, Big Beaver. Okay, not the hottest sax solo that you ever heard, even for 1940, but I really took to Western Swing, and it helped me later begin appreciating real jazz. Around the same time, I started getting into a type of old-timey music, old-time country string band and old-time blues. I was part of an old-timey group in Edmonton where we did a lot of this material, and we all know that the blues are the roots of jazz. Here's one of the songs we did, and we learned it from the original record from 1930, the Memphis Jug Band with Cocaine Habit Blues. (laughs) ¶¶ 
Memphis Jug Band from 1930. In 1965, I discovered pianist Don Shirley. Well, actually, I'd heard him before, as he had one of those instrumentals that just made the hit parade in Edmonton, CCA Radio, and reached all the way up to number 100 on Billboard's Top 100 in 1962. It was a pop rhythm gospel tune. Um, called Drown in My Own Tears. But it was in 1965 that I somehow discovered this amazing LP that, again, changed my life. It was called Water Boy, and uh, Don Shirley took a few folk songs that I knew and made them into almost classical pieces, and he did the same with a few popular and jazz standards. I later learned that this, this album was actually a re-release on Columbia of an earlier Cadence album that he'd recorded in the late 1950s. Don Shirley never considered himself a jazz pianist. He was trained classically, and uh, he was also a classical composer. But because he was black, he was discouraged from pursuing this. A movie partly based on his life won an Academy Award for Best Picture a couple years ago, Green Book. And I was thrilled to see him finally gaining some kind of recognition. That Waterboy album, may have also been my first conscious exposure to the jazz technique of reharmonization, where you take a tune and not just improvise on the melody, but change a lot of the chords. It's a pretty standard thing today for jazz music- musicians to do. Now, I loved what he did to this tune, When Your Lover Has Gone, written by Einar Swan. The Don Shirley Trio, with Don Shirley on piano, Jury Tot on cello, and Ken Fricker base when your lover has gone.
the Don Shirley Trio, When Your Lover Has Gone. Many of us older folks discovered Latin jazz through a 1964 hit recording by Stan Getz and Astrid Gilberto of Antonio Carlos Jobim's Girl from Ipanema. But before that, there was an instrumental that made the charts, and one I remember well. It was by saxophonist Stan Getz and guitarist Charlie Bird, another Jobim composition called Desafinado. That was 1962. I would have been about 14. So imagine my thrill when 19 years later, I was volunteering at a jazz at Jazz City, the great jazz festival in Edmonton, and ended up walking down Jasper Avenue with four of the world's greatest guitarists, including Charlie Bird. And I was carrying Charlie Bird's ovation guitar. Not only that, but world-famous jazz photographer Patrick Heinley saw us and snapped the photo and then gave it to me. I framed it, and I still have it. Here is the Charlie Bird and Stan Getz version of Desafinado. The hit version was shortened from almost six minutes on the LP down to two minutes, but I'm going to play the full version. Here it is, Desafinado. Thank you. 
Stan Getz and Charlie Bird from 1962, Desapenado. I've always found the exploration of musical preference to be fascinating. For, for instance, I could never understand why certain pieces of music that I thought were so awful became hits, while so many of my favorites didn't. But over the past few years, even more challenging has probably been trying to understand my own musical tastes. In some ways, they seem so random amidst their eclecticness. But there's got to be some rhyme or reason. I go back to when I was music director of the University of Alberta student radio station, and part of my job was to go through records that were sent by various record companies just to figure out how to classify them and to be a resource for DJs who might wonder about musical options they could present. One day, a bunch of Blue Note albums came, and there was one that for some reason really stood out. Maybe it was the first time I had heard what is called free jazz, and for some reason, this particular record really resonated with me. It was by a jazz pianist named Andrew Hill. Maybe there was something Bella Bartok-like in it, and he was a composer I really liked, thanks to an album my mother gave me as a kid, but that's another story. Also, it really illustrates how the piano is a percussion instrument. The album also introduced me to trumpeter Freddie Hubbard. I just went back to the album, and I still really like it. I'll play the shortest track on the record, called Legacy, at 5 minutes and 49 seconds. It features Cecil McBee on bass, and a lot of percussion by Joe Chambers, Renaud Summers, and Nadi Kemar, as well as Andrew Hill's piano. The tune is dedicated to the Afro-American legacy.
Legacy from the Andrew Hill album Compulsion from 1966. I guess there's time for one more. I may be old, but I can still establish new roots. One of the last records I bought, a CD that came in the mail a few weeks ago from CD Baby, just before that site shut down, was uh, by guitarist Mike Rudd now living in Nelson, B.C. And on this CD, he plays guitar and sings a number of jazz standards, all recorded with no multi-tracking. Here's one of his own creations, based on Johann Sebastian Bach's Invention Number no. 8. He calls it, You Have to Practice Slow. Talk about multitasking, as he plays and sings different melodies and rhythms all at the same time. This is Larry Sademan inviting you to tune in to Discovering Jazz next week where I'll play some tunes with interesting stories behind them. Bye for now. Taking you home with a bit of Mike Rudd. You think of all the chances that you wish you'd taken If you hadn't let yourself be lost and shaken Long forgotten wisdom of the heart awakened to a soaring joy where time is like a toy and in a childhood reminiscence you recover memories of a music that was like no other Bach is like a brother from another mother and you will discover when you can relate it never stating it too fast when you're not intimidated by the players of the past Then at last You'll find you're ready to begin You have to practice slow If you're ever gonna get it sorted out you have to practice every little lesson that your teacher told you Lean in as you listen, let your soul behold you See the simple symmetry of it unfold you Have to practice slowly, patiently You pace it as your passion perseveres Through the days that turn to months And through the months that turn to years Till you hear you're nearly ready to begin that's right, I said begin Cause the kind of work I'm talking about Is not some kind of namby-pamby wishy-washy thing If you would see it through If you really want to see what you can do You better silence all the nagging critics Starting with yourself You think of all the chances that you wish you'd taken If you'd never let yourself be lost and shaken Long forgotten wisdom of the heart awakens To a soaring joy Where time is like a toy And in a childhood reminiscence You recover memories of a music That is like no other buck is like a brother from another mother And you will discover If you can relate it, never stating it too fast And you're not intimidated by the players of the past Then at last you find you're ready to begin